1: Good morning, this is Diane.
0: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning?
1: Good morning, Susie. It's Diane.
0: Good morning, Diane.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing good.
0: That's good to hear. Really good to hear. You have a wonderful and blessed day and enjoy it and just have a good time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I will.
0: Okay. <laughs> Is anyone else join? Okay. Is anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning?
2: Good morning.
0: Welcome to Declare Victory. Does anyone else join the call?
3: Oh hey, good morning, Susie. It's Dee.
0: Good morning, Dee Dee. Hey, I have a
3: um, prayer
0: request. Just want to
3: keep my brother, my big brother, Ricky, um, lifted up. He's doing uh, chemo treatments now. So if we could just put his name on the prayer list. His name is Ricky. Thank you. Okay. Love you.
0: Me. You are welcome. Love you, too. And you said brother Ricky?
3: Yes, my brother, my oldest brother.
0: And he is where now? I couldn't. I was writing his name down. I, you
3: He's in to- Texas. He's in Texas just to continue to um, pray for him for healing.
0: Healing, for healing. Okay, got it.
3: Thank
1: you. Mm
0: -hmm. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else joining the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? or would like to say good morning. like to say good morning. Morning, it's Bernice. Good morning, Bernice.
4: Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Swanita.
0: Good morning, Suanita. Have a great day.
4: You too. You too. Sam.
0: Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Okay, at this time I will begin the, the hosting here, greeting and hosting. Um, first of all, I do have a couple of prayer requests. I have one from Sister Dee for Brother Ricky and for, for healing. And then there was one from Yvette Brown asking for prayers for the Wilson family and the loss of Isaac Wilson, Sr. And I had another one. Oh, goodness. Oh, I read that one for uh, Healing, Prosperity, and Financial Breakthroughs for Denise Covington. Okay, I will continue here. Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Diane. The Declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is 2 John 1 and 9. Anyone who wanders away from the teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both. The Father and the Son. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of His Holy Word. And I will go ahead and I don't. I want to make sure that everyone got the prayer request. From Yvette Brown asking for prayers for the Wilson family and the loss of Isaac Wilson, Sr. And Brother Ricky is, is and Katie is asking for a prayer for her brother Ricky in for prayers excuse me, is for healing. And Denise Covington he is asking for healing, prosperity, financial breakthrough. Everyone, then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. And then the scripture for today is Second John 1 and 9. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God, but anyone who remains in the teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute and tell instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Go ahead,
1: father, in the name. Father, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, God. We magnify your holy name. For you had so fit to to open our eyes this morning, open our hearts and minds, God, that we may receive your word. So, God, we praise you this morning just for who you are. For you are the great God, El Haggadah. God, you said a new command that you give us this morning lord god to love one another as you have loved us and given yourself for us oh god you must love one another by this god says that everyone would know that we are his disciples by the love we give to one another so father i thank you this morning I thank you, Lord God, for giving us our strength, our health, oh God. I thank you this morning, Lord God, that we're able to use our our faculties that you've given us that our eyes to see with hands to work with, Lord God, feet to walk on. God, we thank you this morning for our total being. We thank you for our health and strength this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you this morning. Lord God, I lift up the prayer request for Ricky, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, who's receiving chemo for, for cancer, oh God. But God, you are the creator. You are the God who heals. So, God, you said, look to the hills for which cometh our help. Our help comes from you. So, God, we thank you, Lord God, for healing today. We speak it in advance, oh, God. We speak your healing in the lives of these people, in the lives of your children, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, Yvette Wilkins, Lord God, and her family. Father, I lift them up to you, oh, God. In the name of Jesus and Denise, Lord God, who's looking for a spiritual blessing, Lord God, a spiritual breakthrough. God, in the name of Jesus. So Father, we thank you for all that you do for us. You wake us up each morning, Lord God, in our right mind, our health, and our strength. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, that you've given us love to love one another, Father God. In the name of Jesus. And, God, you said in your word that your ways are not our ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are your ways much higher than ours. And our thoughts, Lord God, are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are, are much higher than ours. So, God, we thank you this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Bless those who are who are sick, Lord God, on their Sick bed, bring healing to their mind, body, and spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus. God, we just praise you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for our health and strength. We thank you, Lord God, that we go through circumstances, Lord God, that we may grow in you, Lord God. Somebody needs to uh please mute your phone. In the name of Jesus, God, I just praise you this morning, Lord God, for you, for you, your hand in our lives, molding and shaping us into your likeness, oh God. So, God, I praise you this morning. If we can all take our phones off of mute and give the Lord God our praise, our best praise, for he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, in the name of Jesus, he keeps us in the palm of his hand. He molds and shapes us day by day that we may look more like him. He pours his love out on us. given his only begotten son that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God, I thank you this morning just for who you are, for you are great and greatly to be praised. You are our everything, oh God. In the name of Jesus, take your phones off of mute and give God for what he's yeah, done in, in your life, for what he's doing and for each of our thank you for us. Thank so you, Father God. 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 Thank you, We living in the devil's even he's he's even, he's even he's to the dividing of the soul, spirit, heart, and marriage Hallelujah. We love you all. attitudes of our hearts. God, I thank you this morning. Nothing is all. Creation, Lord God, is hidden from your sight. But you said everything is uncovered, laid there. Thank oh, you. So, God, I thank you this morning for your word that cleanses us from the inside out, Lord God. We thank you for your word, Lord God. It never changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God, we bless your name for family. We bless your name. For our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. God, we thank you for our relationship with one another, Lord God.
5: We thank you for our spouses, Lord God. In the name of
1: Jesus. God, we thank you that you're cleaning us up, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. We thank the crown of our hands to the soul of our feet. God, I thank you this morning for your great mercy, Lord God. I thank you this morning, Lord God for the declarative oh, will bring forth your, your message, oh God. In the name we of thank Jesus, you for your God, 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 let our hearts be, we we be clear to receive you your message Lord. and our Lord. fire to our life, Lord God, to walk it out in our soul salvation. God, we thank you for the prayer victory this morning. We thank you for every person that's that here this morning, oh God. In the name of
6: Jesus, we come eagerly each
1: day, Lord God, Receive nothing from you, Lord God, and to give you praise, oh God. God, I thank you this morning for the clear victory. I thank you for the shine and kindness, and, 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 and all of those who bring forth the declaration, cleverly, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, you know them all by name because you gave them to the me. God, in the name of Jesus, give you we give praise. We give you honor, and we give you glory. For God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to come into your presence and lay at your feet our petitions. And, God, we give you praise. We love you, Lord God, and we bless your name. For it's in Jesus' name that I pray and ask it all. Amen. And I now turn the call over to the declarer.
7: Amen. Amen. Praise God on this morning. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Thank God for the beautiful prayer. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Declare victory. Um, God is truly, truly good. He is very good. He is always good. He is a mighty savior. Thank God for you all on this morning. God bless you. Um, This morning, we just want to go into the word this morning. And um, it is an honor and a pleasure to be before you again. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be before God's people. And do not take it lightly. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your prayer this morning. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace. Father, speak through me. Allow my, my words to come accurately and speak only with you would have me to say, Father. Touch the hearts of those that the words will land on, Father, and be fruitful in those hearts, God. Allow me to speak with accuracy and keenness, Father. I give you all the honor, all the glory, all the praise belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray.
8: Amen.
7: Again, thank you again um, for the beautiful greeting and prayer. Um, this morning. God bless you all. Declare victory. It's been a minute. God bless you. So good to be back before you. Thank God for you on this thankful Thursday. And I pray that you guys are all well and ready to go into another declaration of radical relationships. Listen, Today, oh, again, I'm so sorry for those of you who do not know me. I am your sister. I'm your friend. I'm your big sister or your little sister, Angela D. Holmes, and I'm excited to do this this morning. So this declaration is entitled, Our Heart's Posture in Difficult Relationships." If everyone can just double check, triple check your phone. Please check and make sure you are on mute so that we have no disturbances. So, again, heart posture in difficult relationships. What is your heart posture in difficult relationships? We have relationships. We have um, intimate relationships. We have familiar relationships, family, friends, friends we've been friends with since preschool, kindergarten, 20 years, 25 years, whatever it may be. We know how we are with those relationships because that is a give-give. I'm giving to you. You're giving to me. I know you. You know me. So those are some great relationships. We do really well in them. We're patient with each other, and we um, make way for each other. We give room, like, oh, I'm going to give you a pass here because, you know, I've been your friend, I've been your boy, I've been your girl for. 15 years, 10 years, and I know you, and I know your makeup and your setup, and all is good. Even our coworkers that we may know and have been coworkers with for some time, and it's all good because it's a give-give relationship. You're giving to me, and I'm giving to you, and it's working. But I want to talk today about our heart posture in difficult relationships, not the cushy, fancy, I like you, you like me relationship. And I'm going to leave this talk on relationships. We're going to take us, of course, we're going to go down the spiritual path, but I want you to also see, relate this in your natural path as well as your spiritual path, both ways, because it's going to speak to you in both ways, and it may speak to you in only a natural path, and it may only speak to you in a natural path, but I want you to understand the seriousness of your heart posture in difficult relationships. As children of the king, citizens of the kingdom, children of our Lord and children of God, our Lord and Savior, he spoke heavily relationships relationships, it was about relationships. He had a relationship with the Pharisees and Sadducees. He had relationship with people, whatever it was. If you take a minute and step back, you would look and see how he handled people, how in his relationship with them, and how other people's view of relationships tried to pull him a certain way or, or or tell Jesus, why are you doing this? And why why could you do why should you do this? And why are we doing this? And it comes back to heart posture, our relationship. Okay? So let's get started. So listen, everything up until now is how we have perceived life, our relationships, our communication, how we communicate. Our obedience, how far we will go, how far we won't go. Our push through, will we push through some things or will we say, you know, it's okay, that's enough, I passed the mantle. Our concept, our concept of relationship is derived from our inception, not from our creation because we were wired to love. We were created good. Our family nucleus, whether it was good or bad, and studies have shown Because to me, I know some people get a little frazzled about science. However, science proves, really, if you take a minute and and, and look at the work that God has allowed man to do, and I'm talking good, I'm not talking demonic or anything against the word of God. Studies have shown that DNA is transferred from parent to child and operates as such. So science proves that God is real. Have you ever taken a moment to just kind of research the body, how things operate, what is in sequence with us? If you just even study our carotid artery, what it does in, 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 in its operation, its function, you would be amazed and get an understanding of your life and life function, and even in your spiritual a relationship with God, just understanding some simple things about the body, okay? So our mind is separate from our brain. Our mind, which is our heart, is separate from our brain, okay? Our mind, our heart, our emotions tell our brain what to do. And, yes, I'm still in the declaration we are going somewhere, we're still all, all on the train together. Our mind incorporates our will, our heart. We feel, we think, we choose. It's not, it, 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 we don't, it is not the truth when people say, you made me do this. You made me say this. You made me act this way towards you in relationships. We're still talking about relationships. That's not the truth. We have a choice. Our behaviors are mind-driven. They're driven by our heart. How we are in a relationship with whomsoever, whatever that relationship is, whatever the title of that relationship is, the longevity, the shortness of it, it is a choice. Our behavior is a choice. Every mind response has a physical response. Mm -hmm. Yes. All that we are internally battling with it's processed in our relationships. Whatever that relationship is and when it's difficult and a part of the process of our purpose is the challenge. And here's the other challenge to that, knowing that this relationship that you're in It's a part of your building, making, shedding, purifying, adding on, excuse me, adding to, taking away. It's all a part of our process. We have to, as children of God, not see life as just happening to us. It's happening for us to be in position to be who we are, who we were created before the foundation of the world. So difficult and not difficult, relationships is a part of the process of us. We cannot bypass life and not see, not stop and say, okay, Lord, what are you saying in this situation? What should I be doing in this situation? What are you after in me? There are some healthy, intelligent questions we must stop and ask God, so listen to this: healing is what's missing in our body let me let me re, let me rephrase that. Healing is what's missing when our body feels a void, and this is what I mean by this. The proper way to do life lies in the need to have healthy relationships. And when we have that void, we have to say, where is this void? What's the root of this void? God has said to us in Romans 12 and 2, this, this, this must be done on a consistent basis, daily. It has to be never-ending, the renewing of our minds. This is not something we do once or on a topic. What's missing? There's something missing. Could we possibly renew our mind about something? Could we exchange a certain feeling in favor of another feeling? Would that fix it? We have to change the way we think about what we think about and what we are capable of. Now, I want to move into a couple of examples. And this today, this morning, is going to be, um, heavy on scripture because the word is what destroys the yoke. So let's talk. We're going to talk about two people in the Bible. The first one, um, well, actually, um, four people, um, two separate, um, books of the Bible. So the first one is going to be Saul and David. And the second group of people, two people we are going to talk about, is um, Hagar and Sarah. And, again, we're still on relationships, heart posture in difficult relationships. And, and, And start letting that process in your mind now. How has my heart posture been in difficult relationships? Have I been easily willing to easily give up on a relationship? Regardless of my dire need for the outcome of this relationship, and I'm going to move into that, how has my heart posture been in difficult relationships with my supervisor, with my employees, with my spouse, with my children, with my friends, with my cousins, with my family? With um, my um, spiritual family, with my brothers and sisters in Christ, with my mothers and fathers in the gospel, mentors in the gospel, whomsoever it is, when the relationship has become difficult, what has been my heart posture in difficult
0: relationships?
7: So let's move into David. So I am going to start with, um, um, this is, uh, oops, I forgot to put this down here. Okay. So we're going to start back in Chapter 9, and I believe, uh let me put this down here. Sorry, people, sorry, people, sorry, people, I didn't put the book, but we, let me just move into it. Okay, so here we are, and so jealousy is as cruel as the grave, right? And we know that. We know that that's what the word of God says. And if any of us would admit at times that we've had jealousy in our heart, we know how it drove us. We know how it caused us to act, to think, to do, to, to say, and all of that. We knew how we felt and what we did. So in, I believe it's First Samuel um Nine, I believe this is twenty-four, and might be nineteen and nine. I'm sorry, I didn't put that part of the scripture down, but it's very familiar. So listen to this. So Saul, we know David was called by Samuel, and fast forward, we know David was supposed to be king. He was that he was on his way to be king. So on his way to be king, what are you on your way to? on your way to something, if it's something natural, on your way to another position, on your way um, to uh, the healing of your family, on your way to something spiritual, on your way to something uh, natural. David was on his way to be king over Israel. So listen to this. When Saul threw a javelin at David, David was married to his daughter. David was to be king. David was skilled. So if you listen to those three things, David was married to his daughter, his family, his heart, his relationship with God, or his extended family. David was to be king. What was being king? King was a position, what he was called to. What position are you in, what are you called to? And David was skilled. David was skilled. Skill, purpose, your purpose your calling, your skilling. These are areas that the enemy has targeted to destroy us in. Remember, remember, remember. Satan, before he became Satan, was Lucifer. He was a sheriff. He was right there at the throne. He knew God. He knew when God made man. He knows what will divide and separate you and pull you away from God. He knows how to go after your heart because if he has your heart, he's got you. So these areas that David seemingly, mm, it seems like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm just married to Saul's daughter. I am supposed to be king. I'm on my way to be king. And I'm skilled in many things. I'm skilled um, in my relationship with God. I'm skilled uh, musically. I am skilled at war. The devil is after these things. So jealousy rose up in the heart of Saul against David. Listen, the very one he was supposed to train. Jealousy rose up in Saul's heart against David the very one he was supposed to train. He's supposed to pass the mantle to. Let that sit for a minute. Ask yourself, Lord, show me. Who? It could be us. Now, this almost, this is a two-edged sword. This could be us. We could be the Saul. Or we could be the David. Yeah. So in uh, Sam, first, I believe this is 1 Samuel um, 19 and 9, it might be. But an evil spirit from the Lord came on Saul. Listen to that. Because we are all human regardless of our title. We are fully human. We are man. And we are subject. If we don't have that hedge around us, the very elect can be tripped. Listen, but an evil spirit came, an evil spirit from the Lord. Listen to that. Man, that's that's a whole month of declaration. But an evil spirit from the Lord came on Saul as he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand. Remember, David is to be king. Remember, there is a process to this. While David was playing the lyre, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear, but David eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. So, if you try the spear into the wall, number one, spears are heavy. So he threw it hard and drove it into the wall. Back then, they didn't have sheetrock. <laughs> they didn't have sheetrock back then. They didn't have plywood. So you were talking stone, mortar, whatever they all that from the ground. Saul drove this spear into the wall. That's a thrust. That came from his heart. That came from a place of, ugh. That night, David made his, made, it says made good, but you know, made his escape. So we're going to go to 11. Paul sent men to David's house. Listen, it didn't even end there. Remember, David's in the process. The Lord, but an evil spirit from the Lord. David's in the process. Lord, you called David. So why is David going through all this? This is the person who's supposed to be training him. Saul sent men. I'm on 11. Saul sent men to David's house to watch it. Not folks sitting out his house just casing him, <laughs> waiting till you come out and go get you, dude. and to kill him in the morning. I want y'all to sit outside his house all night. Now, this is the man that was supposed to be passing the mantle. But Micah, David's wife, warned him, if you don't run for your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. Now, isn't it peculiar? That the very person who tried to kill David, he's the one who was only calmed, his spirit was only calmed in the presence of David. So David ran for his life. He hid in caves, cried out to God and wondered, now wait a minute. You called me to be king. Wait a minute. Lord, you gave me this business. Wait a minute. Lord, you gave me these kids. Wait a minute. You gave me this wife. You gave me this husband. Wait a minute. You sent me to this ministry. Wait a minute. You told me that this person was supposed to mentor me. You told me that this person was supposed to pass something to me. They were supposed to train me. They were supposed to build me up. They were supposed to make me up. They were supposed to help me. They were supposed to get me through this. Wait a minute. You called me to be king when I was a boy. He slew Goliath and Goliath's brother. The one who armor-bearered Saul is the one who's trying to kill him. But God, but David, he would not touch God's anointed. We're still talking about a heart posture in difficult relationships. So let's go down to 1 Samuel 24 and 4. Now we know that time has passed. There's been a few chapters in, this, in, in 1 Samuel. So David's been on the run, and David even on the run, even on the run, David knowing I'm supposed to be king, knowing I'm supposed to have, get this mantle from Saul, while he was on the run, David was still Taking care of business, he was still annihilating the 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 Philistines and fighting here and warring here all the time. He's running from Saul. He's running from the one that's supposed to nurture him. He's running from the one that's supposed to help him. You're walking into your office. You're brand new. The person that's supposed to be building you up and training you is sabotaging you, making you look bad. But you know you need their training, or other way around. Here's this person coming into my life in some type of way. I know I'm supposed to train that person, but they're looking better than me. They're sounding better than me. They're accomplishing more than me. I'm going to throw a javelin their way. So listen, 1 Samuel 24 and 4 The men said, this is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Now, these were David's men. They had found Saul. They said, yes, Saul, he's been after us. We know where they camped out at. And David, look, look, there he is. You can go. Now, these are David's partners. These are the ones that's running with David. Listen, you can know who you are. You can even exemplify to those around you who you are, your morals, your standards, how you handle things. They still may not see. So our relationships in our circle, outer circle, inner circle, who's going to be pushing you, pumping you, who is your ride or dies. sometimes they get off. And we have to know what the Lord is saying to us and how to stay focused, how our heart posture must stay in difficult situations. So they say unto him, look, remember, that's what the Lord said to you. Look, look, we can go get up. So David, then David, crept up unnoticed, unnoticed, and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Okay? So David was like, yeah, let me go. So David got there, but then David, he crept up unnoticed, his men, everybody sleep, your girls. I'm in a difficult situation, but all my girls is sleep. I'm in a difficult situation, but all my boys is sleep. This situation could creep up on me and overtake me. Chapter 5, verse 5, afterward, listen, 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 because of a hard posture, because. Listen, afterward, David's conscience was stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe. You told your boss off. You told your mentee off. I ain't doing this no more. They just dogging me and I ain't. uh, 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 uh. And afterward, our conscience is stricken. Verse 6, he said to his men, listen to this, y'all. Listen to this. Now remember, Saul was trying to cut his throat, going for his jugular. After day afterward, David was conscience stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe. He said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went his way. My God, my God, that right there, How are we treating people? What is our heart posture in difficult relationships? You know you need to be mentored by this person. You know that this person is paving the highway that you must go down. This person is to train you, to nurture you. This person, you have to know where you are with that person in your heart, and then you got to know when you are being Saul. So, verse 8, then David went out of the cave and called Saul, listen, y'all, oh my God, after he done dogged him, treated him, he's been on the run, hiding in caves, living like a vagabond, he's supposed to be king. Then David went out to the cave and called to Saul, my Lord, my Lord, the king. When Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face in the ground. Y'all, he's doing this to someone that has tried to kill him. He said to Saul, why? Listen, when men say, David is bent on harming you. Now, David is in the ground. he got, he's bowed, he's prostrate. He's laying on his face, talking in the dirt. He said, Saul, why are you listening? When men say David is bent on harming you, this day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands. Look, you've been after me, but I want to let you know how much God is with me. But he's so gentle. He's doing it in such a gentle, loving, heart way. He's not trying to punk him. He's not trying to tell him, look, 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 what God, look, mm mm-hmm, God got you. hmm look what the Lord did because of what you did to me. No.
8: He said, look,
7: this day you've seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. And some, my boys, my girls, they urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lay my hand on my Lord because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, my father, he said, see, see, my father, look at this piece of your rope. He's calling him, he said, my father, look. At this piece of your robe in my hand, I cut off the corner of your robe, but did not kill you. See see that there is nothing in my hand to indicate that I am guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me. May the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you and then David even quoted he look he's back then we saying old stuff, he's saying the old stuff look, he said, as old things go from evil doers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Good God Almighty. my God, what is our heart posture? in difficult situations, you may be in a situation right now. You may be in a situation, let's take this to church. You may be in a situation, I don't know, we may be getting ready to be the 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 director of our YWCC, our women's department, and, and the one that's in that seat is dogging you, treating you bad, mistreating you, slandering you, causing problems, not making it easy for you. You could be next to be ministered or you just may have been ordained as a minister or you are next in line to be head usher or you are next in line to be over children's church or you're just doing a good job as a an assistant. You're just you're you're doing an excellent job as an assistant in the office. You're in the finance department. You are an assistant in the um, young adult class. Whatever it may be, you're just an assistant or you are just raising your hand, asking questions. You don't even have a position. You're just trying to learn. You're, just, you're, you're there to learn. You're trying to be nurtured. You're asking questions. You're talking. You're engaging. Then
1: all of a sudden,
7: all hell breaks loose. And the very ones you need to learn from, the very ones you need to receive from is trying to kill you, trying to destroy you. Are you going to bounce and run? Are you going to say this, this relationship is too difficult? And if you do, take a look down quarter, the corridor quarter of time. I need you just to lean to the side, like lean your body to the right and look down the corridor of time of who you are supposed to be, who this what this hardness is supposed to be making, what it's supposed to be pulling out of you, what it's supposed to be putting in you. What's in you that will only come out by testing and trying, by testing and trials. Remember, the scripture said endure hardness as a good soldier. So if you don't have day, if you don't follow God's predetermined course, remember in Ephesians 1 and 11, I believe it is, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will.
1: Listen,
7: ask yourself, have I read Are you gone? Are you already on the bus? Have you bought your bus ticket? You packed up your desk? You've left? I'm getting out of this department. Mm, 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 (laughs) Stomping. You stomping. You stomping out. You broke a heel. (laughs) You lost a shoe, brothers. Just stomping out. They blasted you in the meeting, but you know you're about to take their place. Are you going to force it are you going to be rude disrespectful are you going to slander back are you going to um make their way hard and are we the saw are we supposed to be passing the mantle mentoring building up nurturing and you see somebody oh i don't like him i don't like her they just rubbed me the wrong way god couldn't possibly you know are we saw have we thrown the javelin at someone Are we willing to stay the course to see the purpose God has on our life, to receive the mantle, whatever that may be, natural or spiritual? What if the very person that's supposed to train you treats you the worst, belittles you? And listen to this one. This one I've I've experienced. As a matter of fact, I'm in this one right now. The person that's supposed to train you won't train you. that's it. Angie, are you going to stay the course or are you going to run? Are you going to murmur? Are you going to complain? So do we really think that God would not get us what we need to fulfill his purpose? Remember Ephesians 1 and 11, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. He determines the course, not us. Have we considered the part of the hardness, is a part of the process, the part of the making, of who God has called us to Hmm. be, to pour into someone else's life? It's not about us. And again, listen, we're not talking about physical abuse, emotional abuse, financial abuse. I'm not talking about the abusers. Not talking about that at all. So we've got to ask God when we're in these situations, Lord, what is this? What is this? And you know you're supposed to be there and you know this is the person to nurture, train, teach, raise you, build you. You know it for sure. So let me read the scripture about Hagar. Remember who Hagar was? She was the handmaiden, Sarah's handmaiden. Sarah told her husband to go sleep with this woman. But she wants to help God. It ain't happened yet. So listen to this in Genesis 7, and we're still talking about a heart posture in difficult situations. Listen. Y'all listen to this one. (laughs) This one. This one got me real good. Genesis 7. Listen. You know what, y'all? I kept forgetting to put the book. I'm sorry. It's not Genesis 7, but it's in Genesis, and this is verse 7. The angel of the Lord. Now listen. Now Hagar done ran off, okay? So um Sarah said to she was like, Listen, honey, uh she getting on my nerves. She is, you know, I, I I you need to do something with her. And so, you know, April said to her, Look, listen, you that's your your slave, your maiden. Uh you do with her what you see fit. Um, and so she said, okay, um, all right. The, she's pregnant now, and she's like, wait a minute. Hagar's like, wait a minute. You the one told me to sleep with your husband. Now you treating me bad. And now Hager, now Sarah's jealous. Even though, yeah, Hagar got a little chip on her shoulder. She started acting a fool. She started being like, yeah, I'm pregnant. You're not. Mm hmm. Okay. So she began to be nasty to her. And Sarah was like, Look, she got to go. She got to go. I'm mad that I didn't let her sleep with you now. Look at her. Look how she treats me. Okay. And Abram was like, Do with her whatever you need to do. So we're going to start actually at seven. No, so let's start at, I'll just read it instead of paraphrasing. Okay. So let's start at six. We are in, um, Genesis, actually, 16 and 6. And it says, your, okay, nope. let's start at 5. Listen to this. Then Sarah said to Abram, you're responsible. Oh, look, look, look. Now she's going to blame Abram. you the one told your husband to sleep with him. She said, listen, you are responsible for the wrong I'm suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now she knows she is pregnant, and she despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Nah, Sarah, you wrong. Okay, number six, your slave is in your hands, Abram said. Look, do what do with her whatever you think is best. Then Sarai, Sarai, I'm sorry, I keep calling her Sarah. Sarai mistreated Hagar. All this mistreatment, all these terrible, poor relationships, this was a whole mess. This was a an this was a blow up of a mess of family relationship nucleus. This was dysfunction. <laughs> then Sarah mistreated Hagar. So um Sarah mistreated Hagar, so Hagar fled from her. Uh verse 7, the angel of the Lord. Now mind you, God see all this. Listen to this y'all listen. Listen, I hope you're sitting down. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. It was the spring that sat beside the road to Shur, And he said, "Hagar, Listen listen how he addressed her. Hagar, slave of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? Like he didn't know. And, and, And Hagar, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai. Then the angel of the Lord told her, go back. Go back to your mistress and submit to her. I'm going to read that one more time. Go back to your mistress and submit to her. And then, listen to this, because there's always, God always redeems. He always blesses us. There's always a benefit in the process. The angel added, I will increase your descendants so much, that they will be too numerous to count. The angel of the Lord said to her, You are now pregnant and you will give birth to a son. You shall name him Ishmael, and the Lord has heard your misery. So listen, God is even compassionate in that dysfunction. He knew, Hagar, you're doing what you told, because you're a slave. He said, Listen, I'ma still bless you in your misery. Hagar got funky with Sarai. Sarai was look, deal with her, Abram. And Abram probably said, Look, I didn't, you told me to sleep with her. I told you what God said. Oh, just a big mess. But listen to what the Lord said to her. Go back. Send her back. I know you're being mistreated, but look at the process of this. Ishmael, I got something for him. You have got to go back and let purpose be fulfilled. So, Lord, you mean to tell me you're sending me back to work. You know how they treat treating me. Lord, you mean to tell me you're sending me back to this ministry. You know how they're treating me. Lord, you see how my wife is treating me, my husband is treating me, my kids is treating me, my parents is treating me. You see how such and such is treating me. Every it's a, Yeah. So I want to close and I want to give some, just a few, few steps, just a few steps for our thought, a little food for thought, number one. Well, not number one yet. How we are in relationships to even to have the tenacity to stay when things are hard and going wrong, when the javelin is being thrown at you, you cannot do this if you are full of dysfunction. If your emotions are full of traumatic experiences of abandonment and so forth and so on and so on and so on, it's going to be extremely hard for you to fulfill the course. There's a course we all have. So here, number one, get healed from emotional trauma. You will take emotional trauma into relationships. Number two, Ask this question to ourselves. How do I perform in unfavorable circumstances? I'll read that again. Number two, ask ourselves, how do I perform in unfavorable circumstances? Mm-hmm. Number three, know who you are, not what you do. It will help you stay The course. And lastly, number four. Our assignment will always be on attack to be destroyed by the devil. Our assignment, your assignment, everything about you will always be up for attack by Satan. He's not just going to let you develop. I don't care if you feel, hey, you know, I'm bishop. I, I, I must have developed highly. There's still more development. We're still growing until the day we close our eyes. And because of a title, we could be CEO, we could be bishop, we could be whatever. We could be husband, wife, mom, valedictorian, whatever it may be. That's not the end all. We still will be under attack. So we have to stay highly alert of our patterns and fight unhealthy patterns and cycles in order so that we can establish, stay in healthy relationships. Notice when we are being tried. Notice when this relationship is a course Remember, our mind is grouping from past experiences until now. We handle things in the past. The way we handle things in the past is the way we're going to handle them now if we don't break cycles and patterns. Remember, we live by experiences. We wash, we win, we rinse, we repeat. We think, we feel and we choose. So I pray that something has um, spoke to your heart on today. I pray that um, even in the process of the word going forth as it has rested on your heart, let it incubate. It could come up later on tonight. It could come tomorrow, this weekend, whatever it may be. Just allow God, excuse me, just allow God to let his word turn over and do some good things in the soil of your heart. So God bless you all. Thank you all. And um, I will um, open it up before we go into Love Life Victory. Um, For those of you who were not able, actually, if we have any first-time visitors, do we have any first-time visitors, please, you can come off of mute and say hello and introduce yourself, and we would love to um, welcome you. Okay, no first-time visitors. Is there anyone else, anyone who was not able to say hello? And we want to go ahead and start with the men first. Yo yo, 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 yo,
2: yo, 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 <laughs> yo. Morning, family. Brother e.
7: Good morning, Brother E. Brother Eric in the house. Okay, so let us open it up to those who all of our sisters that were not able to um, chime in this morning and say good morning. If you would like to say good morning, please do so now. Good morning,
4: it's Leomia.
7: Good morning, Mother Leomia.
4: Good morning. Good morning, it's Moni. Good morning. Wow, what a great, great message, just.
8: Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good hey, morning. Hey, happy birthday. God bless everyone on the call. And great decoration. <laughs> Praise
7: God. Good morning, Moni. Praise God. Good morning. Did you say Demisa or Amisa? Lisa.
8: Lisa. Hey, hey, Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> Okay. Good morning. good morning. God bless you.
7: Good morning, good Miss morning.
4: Kashonda. Great declaration.
7: Loved it. Praise God. Praise God. God. Bless good morning, Kashonda. God bless you
2: god bless you too sister angela this, this is moxie great declaration
7: oh god
0: bless
2: you Moxie.
7: good morning it's elsie hey good morning
2: elsie
7: okay well let us open it up oh was there someone else yeah good morning, yes, good
0: morning. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't catch either one of you.
0: It's, it's
4: Natasha.
7: Good morning. Good to hear you. Good morning, Natasha. And there was someone else?
4: Good morning. This is Mary.
7: Good morning, Mary.
4: Good morning, Yolanda. This is Yolanda.
7: Good morning, Yolanda.
3: Good morning, Angela. It's Rochelle.
7: Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> Good morning, Rachel. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about let's talk about this David and Saul. <laughs> yeah. So let's. I'm gonna open it up. Does anyone have any? anything that they would like to share, maybe an experience that they may be in or have come through in this situation. You never know who you will help with your testimony or if you have any comments um, about um, what you've got out of the declaration or what you will take away, what you will use. Um, the floor is open. Good morning, Sister Good morning. Sister Good morning. Okay.
8: Oh, go oh, ahead, after. Sister Lisa. I'll go after you. Hey, yes, I you know with this decorate was a Hagar situation. I was a Hagar for Black History Month. Uh, we played, we had all the characters in the church from the Bible, and so as I was reading and and and, and seeing how uh, Abraham and God, you know, was wanted them to help. he was helping God, with, you know, with that Hagar and Sarah. Seth, I mean, was it? with her right. <laughs> <Sarah, laughs> yeah I was about to scar caller Sarah too so anyway and I learned when you said you got to go back and go back and submit after she fled and sought refuge um, that 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 really opened my mind to where I used to uh, run from things and, and, and act a certain way, I have I've noticed that I'm changing with the Lord mm-hmm. has changed my heart and I'm in a situation right now with my granddaughter she stays in um something and she just got jumped yesterday by some older girls. And how will you react is, Oh, I'm going over it, you know, but no, no. Mm-hmm. No, no. I've been in prayer, mm-hmm. God you her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet and you see the situation with the parents. Let's work together and be in unity of love. And I told mm-hmm. her mother, no, don't go looking for them. Go in prayer and go in prayer with the parents yes. and I will stand with you and faith. for God going to move and he's going to subdue the situation. And no matter how bad the situation gets, I know now mm-hmm. that God hears me and he sees yes. us. Amen. God bless you. Everything. Amen. So, yes. Hey, 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 hey. Yes.
7: Praise God. Look at that. Bless you, sis. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. Yes. Testimonies of growth because that's exactly what's supposed to happen. We're supposed to have testimonies of growth. growth. Praise God. Yeah. No, we're not going to run up no more. We're going to pray. We're going to pray with that family and we're going to watch God move. Amen. God bless you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much for sharing. that. Yeah, Thank you. Hey, Angela. Hello. Thank you for those awesome testimonies, by the way. Um,
8: yeah. No,
7: you, you, when I say you, you, you taught,
0: you
8: teasted it today. said <laughs> <laughs> teasted
0: it. Teasted it
8: today. Um, I was like
7: talking about.
3: What is your heart part? your of un- an unfavorable situation? and
8: what if you're at work and you have someone that's supposed to train you and they won't? And
7: I'm like, does she know my life? Does she know what I'm going through? You know what
3: I'm
8: saying?
7: Yeah. You were like,
3: how do you know who you are? Not what you do. Come on now,
8: mm-hmm.
7: like that? In that, like, like you're saying, David knew who Saul was. Even though he was trying to kill him, he knew what you, one of God's anointed. I'm not supposed to touch you, even though I want to, even though I have the opportunity to. Because you sleep, I'm convicted from even touching your cloak and cutting it, because I know who you are. Yeah. And we, and how often do we attack people for what they're doing instead of treating them as who they are, right? Because we get
8: frustrated right. in the
3: pro in their process. So,
8: yes. man, and then get
3: healed from emotional trauma. Come on. Healing, Jesus, and therapy. Okay, I'm going to go on mute. I appreciate your teaching today.
7: Oh, praise God, hey. God. Jesus, healing, and therapy. Sabrina. She will help. Right.
3: I was about to talk. This is Yep. I was about to tag Bree. This is Diddy. You can't be on a Thursday morning that kind of fire. So you know I'm at this job if it's preschool. You you know you know if I start doing too much these little babies don't think so something with their cocoa. But listen, <laughs> thank you, sis. You said so much. But I'm gonna tell you the honest because 'cause I've been so I've been all of that. But so what I will say thank you for is that when you talked about um heart posture in the difficult and then you talked about you know, we might get people passes because we've known them and all that stuff. To me, this is my experience, those have been the most difficult ones, the ones who have known, you know, because those people know you. They know you. They, they've they mm-hmm. seen you. They know your dirt, your past. And so sometimes it's difficult to um, maneuver those relationships when there's growth or one-sided growth, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gr- I'm mm-hmm. grateful for you saying that to know that, Go back to how David, David being a a man after God's own heart and stay in that realm. So I thank you because when I tell you I have grown up this morning, I've grown up some more. So now those difficult relationships, because instead of me, um, I'll flee. I will, my brother used to say, you you be uh, cremating people when they're alive. But that's how, that's how I I dealt with difficult situations in the past. I would just, I'm just gone. I'm a ghost you. I'm going to love you, but I'm not going to be mm-hmm. in that space so that you can continue yep. to hurt me. And you touched on the emotional part of it. So it was more emotional damage than anything else. So I thank you for that. And then that trauma, if we don't heal that trauma, oh, my God, that was the biggest hurt. Like, you're uh, teaching me on this morning. I
1: love you.
7: Well, praise God. Praise God. I love you, too. Yes. That was me, too. I was exit stage left. Running, running, even um, running from um, memories, thoughts. I have moved. I don't know about five times in the last. I would say eight, seventeen years. No, I have moved, but and some people say, "Oh, that's not bad." No, but the reason for me moving was moving because instead of just buckling down and acknowledging and getting healed from something, I would move because of memories of places. Stuff, I mean, and it wasn't all good. It wasn't all good. Move. Mm-mm. Soul house, all that. Like move. Mm-mm. Just from a lack of healing. Yeah. No, I would too. I would mm-mm. get on my go-kart and be up if, if, if this wasn't working right. So amen. Thank you so very much for sharing that. Thank you both. Is there anyone else? Yes, yes.
8: Hello. This, morning, this is uh, Mother Geraldine, and I'm sitting back in the background this uh, morning. And oh, I- uh-oh, your phone is
7: me. Oh, we can barely hear you. It's a little distorted. Okay, just a moment, give
6: me a second.
7: Okay. Sorry about that. No, it still has a little, but go ahead. Um, um,
8: Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> Oh, good morning. Yeah, there you go. Good morning. Good morning. Way morning. better. Yes. yes. Hi. How are you? Hello, good. Declaration. good to awesome. Good to
7: awesome. Awesome, declaration. awesome. Awesome declaration. Um, on this morning when you began to speak um about running. I am a runner and um um, you know, some places in my life,
8: I have been a flight risk. If that's a good way to put it, that's but, but
7: um, this morning, um, forgive me. Just I'm just trying to gather my thoughts here.
8: Um, but
6: thank
8: uh, God that, as you were speaking. I've heard about um
7: old wine and new wine skin. Mm-hmm. Many of us have been through emotional um uh, traumas. And
8: mm-hmm. you're talking about you've moved seven or eight times.
7: <laughs> Seventeen years. Oh, that was probably it in one year in my life I'd moved seven or eight times because I didn't want to. Uh I would always evade the scene and
8: Mm -hmm. I just thank God for Declare Victory. It's so good.
7: I mean, this month's declaration, you know, we really have been uh, poured into, I believe each declarer has a a unique, intricate message on this uh, month because of our experiences and things that we have to go through. Um, Emotionally, we carry so much uh, litter. um, As my grandchild... And he went to a friend's house and they had a lot of rubbish in their living room. And I and I asked him, what does that mean?
8: <laughs> but the rubbish that he was talking about, a lot of trash. <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot of, it was just a lot of stuff.
7: You know how you just yeah. in yeah. uh, baggage. So mm-hmm. I've been carrying a lot of baggage for many years. And I thank God that he's uh emo- emotionally has just been, just dreading that stuff off. You've got to get away from it because it yeah. will ruin your future. It ruins your future where God wants to take you. And so I just yeah. thank God that on this morning you poured out and God used you. Thank you, woman of God, praise for praise unlocking that emotional trap that has been.
8: Hallelujah. And from now
7: on, I have. I was literally sending a message back to a person just letting them you know my path. Praise God. When being asked to go into a position, if there was opposition,
8: I ran. Mm-hmm. But I
7: realized you gotta stay. Yeah. You gotta face every situation. And you do it with your heart open. And you choose to love in every situation. Yeah. And thank God for this season in my life. I thank God for yes. the pandemic because it gave me time to sit back and really soul search. So if I've said anything or done anything to anyone, I can humbly apologize yes. out of immaturity.
6: Like
8: moving is not the answer. You yes. How to stick and stay. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning how to speak and
7: say, thank you all so much here and Declare Victory. I love each and every person, but you really opened the door on this morning to where we need to be with our emotions mainly. We
8: can't keep Hallelujah. taking it
7: from room to room or even relationship to relationship. So
8: yeah.
7: I yeah. thank you on this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you. And God bless you, woman of God. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. This this message this morning was a double-edged sword. Hallelujah. Because even in the midst of my running, and I this I right now, right now, I gotta stay. I gotta stay the course. And I'm thank God. Thank God that his word has gone out and it's fulfilling and it's healing and it's nurturing and it's opening. God bless you, sis. Love you. Love you. Thank you so much um, for sharing that. Truly appreciate your heart share. Oh, wow. Praise God. Yes. Yes. you got to stick and stay to um,
4: get that prize. Praise
2: God. Hey, um, good morning. Hey, good morning. Yes, you good morning. Me? Good morning. Yes, Hello? I can. Good morning.
7: Uh huh. Oh,
2: okay. I, I want to make you. sure. Oh, God. Your declaration this morning was just, was, so, it just was just so vivid. You could just see it. You could just, like, really get into it. You know what I mean? Um yes. And as for me, like, when I thought about it, when you asked the question, like, was someone hurt me or that positive of your heart? Like, as far as the posture of my heart, I remember you know, before, it used to be like, you know, fight back. You know, it was like, come on, let's go. You know, uh-huh. I'm about to allow you to do this to me. We about to, you know, I guarantee you I'm going to win. I guarantee you I'm going to be the yeah. top. Let's right. go. You know, so before, but now, you know, just look at, listen to David, like watching and, li- and just picturing him like you know, bowing, like you were saying, like I was literally picturing him doing this mm-hmm. and I was like, Wow, God look God, at that, God. like look at his heart. Yeah. Like how could you do that knowing what he done did to you and or what not? But that's only with God. And even with mm-hmm. the woman, Hagar, um, when I you know, when she ran and when the the the, the angel asked her, you know, um, where you coming and, and where you going and I was thinking like, Wow, like what made the Lord ask for that? Because of course You know, he knows, but at the same time, um, Mm
6: -hmm.
2: I was thinking like, made her think, think, made her even think about where you come from, you know, because just Mm -hmm. even being a slave, you know, being not knowing, you never know. She probably even know, you know, it's probably even worse off before the end, you know what I mean? And sending her back, telling her to go back into misery, go back into that misery state. Don't worry about it, though. I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? And that was just just picturing that, and, and like God, wait a minute! Like you asked mm-hmm. her to go back into that, right? So yes. it just it just opened my eyes and just opened my my imaginative, you know, um, nation in a different way of thinking. Of you know, we we always think it's supposed to be good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like oh, he only mm-hmm. gonna send us somewhere good. No, come on! Like wow, he was seeing you back into the situation to. Be, so be, number one was for a son for Ismail. But she was gonna be blessed too in it. He said that don't worry, I'm gonna increase, you know, and I uh just I'm mm-hmm. imagining just all the scripture of of that, that scene of what was going on, you know. Yeah. God is yeah. so yeah. good. He is so good uh-huh. like to send her back. And even with yeah. David, how he bowed that man right mm-hmm. there just you gave Good. us a Good. lot to meet on to eat on for today i just love it i love it thank you thank so you much god praise thank god. god thank you, thank you yes. so much
7: for sharing that because you know what just came to mind even when you mentioned um how you know she was going back in misery he gave her like god will let he will give us something to hold on to cuz she had nothing she was just in pain but he said listen I need you to go back, and this is how I'm going to bless you. So, you know, she went back with a different state of mind, even though I'm mm-hmm. sure Sarai was still mean to her, because who going to be in the same household with a woman that's pregnant by your husband? You're not no, going to be nice real. to her.
2: <laughs>
7: you are not supposed to be nice to her. So she was able to endure because of a promise. So we got to exactly. let him give us a promise so we can go back into it and come out as gold. Thank you for mentioning it. I was like, wait a minute, I'm seeing something while she's talking. He gave her a (laughs) promise. Yes. Praise God. Lord, give me a promise as I go into this, as I stay in this, as I walk through this, Father. Give me a promise that's going to keep me keeping on. So amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, sis. Hey, Angela, Rochelle.
3: Hey, Um.
6: Rochelle.
3: Hi, girl. <laughs> um, your declaration was on point. Um, and it made me think about quite a few things that, one, an experience, but most of all, um, how um, you talked about our brain receives commands or sends commands, and how when things come, um, you know, toward us, like a trauma situation, our brains go into fight or flight mode. And we what are most of the times the fight mode kicks in before the flight mode and the flight mode is just to, you know, lean back and kick back The mm-hmm. so lean back and kick back is the heart posture. The the fight part is to fight <laughs> for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yes. then so we talked about that. You talked about David and how David had the opportunity to get all it, not really revenge, but just to do what he could do. Uh, what his nature was to fight. Um and mm-hmm. he chose not to do that because of his heart posture. That was so dope because he knew the um how important it was for his life to stay mm-hmm. in the, the process of doing um kingdom citizenship or just yes. you know citizenship to make mm-hmm. it plain. And it reminded me of um a relationship that I have because it's still have um, with my sister-in-law and never cared for me. But when my mom passed away and I, black is my favorite color, black and sharp. I just like dark colors and I wear it all the mm-hmm. time and I have been wearing it for years. But when my mom passed away, she made a comment and said, stop mourning, stop wearing black. And I was like, wow. Okay. You've been knowing me for years and black is my color. I like it. And don't ever tell me how to mourn. My mother. That was right. my best. Friend. Right. So, right. in the midst of that, I, 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 that, that was my only comment. But years later, when her mom passed away, I was literally sitting in church, and the devil said, "Now go tell her stop mourning."
1: I said, "I'm yeah. not doing that. I am not
3: going to take what that she did to me and turn it back on her." Ne- never did I know that that was part of my process as my heart wow. out to the Lord. Didn't know, but I thank God for the relationship of the Holy Spirit to know better, not to uh, entertain that or not to walk into something that either along the line, you read what you sow, would have came back for something different. So thank God for relationship. Thank God for, you know, you making it plain and simple that we have to learn to, you know, walk this life out. Dion says it all the time. We don't. Um, Lived his life to to um to to it's to thrive. It's not to survive. It's to thrive.
4: Yes. So the
3: thriving part is the life. It's the process. It's the connection. It's the radical relationship. It's the being able to yield the nevertheless, the whatsoever. So to God be the mm-hmm. glory. I'm not gonna go into that. I just want to tell you I appreciate your declaration. Yes. You hit home. Love you, Holy Praise Spirit. God. Always <laughs> activate for you. Always <laughs> oh, activate. Exactly. Praise
7: God. Yes, Angela. thank you so much for sharing that.
3: This is oh, Didi. I just wanted. Can you hear me? Yes. I just wanted to say what Rochelle, Jamie um, think about is that you talked about the church hurt, and so and mm-hmm. Sister um, Jerry knows. I've been at my church since 96. And so going through, you know, being end devo- you know, the story, having three kids and going to church as a single woman sometimes can be hell. But I remember mm-hmm. taking
4: classes. Our church
3: has amazing um, uh, classes that you take courses. One of the teachers in a very, maybe the second class that I took as a young believer trying to learn like training for service in the different walks of the church was when I tell you she was mean and evil and it would be like a Tuesday night and coming from Richmond and Vallejo to go to class and then, you know, you dealt with the kids and dealt with working and you get to class and just no matter what I said, she was just heck of mean to me. And it almost mm-hmm. made me stop. Right. And I remember, going, well, why is she mean? She wasn't mean to anybody else in the class, but just just mean and nasty. Do you know, come to find out I really was her assignment. Not only am I glad yeah. I didn't let the enemy um, drive me away, but I learned the lesson that hurt. She really wasn't. She was pulling out of me. What she, what she saw in me that I didn't see in myself. I hope that makes sense. And so yes. I listened to you this morning made me think about the flight. Cause I really was, I was telling her, I'm not coming. I'm not going back. I won't even go back to church because, you know, she was just so mean, but I'm glad oh. I wrote it out. And not only was she the uh, teacher to open up the door for me to take all the other classes that I've taken. um, She had me as her just, and she, she when she got married, I was right there on her way. Like I prepped her. I was in there with her everything.
8: Wow. And so we are the best
3: of friends, but I could have, I could have flew, um, flee from that because it was so painful. And I'm going through a divorce, and I'm going to class, and this church lady being me. <laughs>
1: so I just want right. to say, with
3: church, church, <laughs> you gotta just t- trust God for it, you know. And and I'm yeah. so grateful to this day because it's 19 years later, yeah. and me and her have the yeah. best relationship. I'm just gonna share that part.
7: Yes, thank you for sharing that because that's so true. Too often, especially in ministries, we will walk away from our course. Because it's not a bed of roses, and that is a perfect example. You were her assignment, and you didn't know what she was doing. In her mind, she doing it, and she was doing it the best way she knew it. However, way she did it, it was just like, look, this lady means I ain't going back. I'm going through enough, but you stayed the course. That's the beautiful part, and you're here to give the testimony so somebody else could stay the course. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I'm in one now. Okay, Angela, this is Sonia. Angela, hi Sonia. Sonya. God bless you. Hi. How are you? Dee Dee, oh, well, how you are just you? did you just did yeah. me in right there with that. Right. She did that.
1: She just did me in. Mm-mm-mm. But it's you, crazy. You, this is Elsie. Yeah. <laughs> you um, you kind of
7: 2 pieced me this morning because with one thing you said, healing is missing when our body has a void. That hit me real hard and I said, wow. <laughs> I said, whew, when we don't have that healing, we have a void and then when you hit us with the question, how has my heart posture been in difficult relationships? I said, I had to sit back mm-hmm. and it made me think about all my relationships. How was my heart posture? And that makes me think, how did I treat people in a difficult situation, I had to flip it and look around and think about how was basically how was my mouth, what came out of my mouth truly, how did I treat mm-hmm. them and yeah. you know and then you expect people to treat you the same way, you know, and that means that goes mm-hmm. back to the forgiveness. how did yeah. you treat them? did you re- treat them in love? did you really treat them truly <laughs> from your heart how you know was it really you or was it a facade? was it fake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you yes. putting on a show, you know? Mm-hmm. And you expect God, you expect Him to love on you, but did you love on His people? Did you really show him the truth? You, you know, like Didi said, you have people who are mean and nasty, and that uh your assignment. Didi, or I'm gonna get you. You just really, spoke, gonna, I'm trying not to cry because she just spoke something right there. Yeah, yes, she did. Uh, and I'm, you know, it's like Nike. Yeah, I love a Nike King shoe. I don't have any more tread. I can't run anymore. I I'd I ran
3: from here to there and trying mm-hmm. to run from an assignment that I don't want.
7: Yeah, I don't want it, yeah. but I can't run from it. Can't run
0: from
7: you it have those assignments. You just don't want to. I'm like, you're like, why? Why me? Why do I have mm-hmm. to be the one to do it? Why is this happening? You just want to bounce.
3: It's like you Mm -hmm. have no more tread on your shoes. He won't allow you to go nowhere. It's like you try to run. It's like you snatch back.
8: Mm -hmm. But you got to stay in there.
2: You do. And it's just like,
7: I just just feel like I just got checked. (laughs) So I'm going to stay in as long as I can. Yes. Yes, sis. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Just got checked. I was just longing and i mean it can get you know our longing and our desires we really can convince ourselves of some things and um i live in sacramento and i've just been so longing i'm like lord i do not want to be here anymore i want to go home i want to go back to the bay and it's just been such a longing all of a sudden and it's like girl sit down you're not going nowhere you're not running again you want to run again you're not (laughs) you are not moving you are going to stay the course, are not you? The full course, the whole course. You're going to eat the whole meal, the whole roll, and you're going to digest it, and you're going to produce from it. So, yeah, no. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Um, typically, I don't really hi, have a. Well, hi, how are you? A lot. But, but I was thinking this morning, I have two, my comment is twofold. Um, one is you're talking about heart, heart posture and difficult relationships. I've had, I'm 64. I've had quite a few relationships that's been up and down. Some have really hurt in our church, friends, people you think are friends or whatever. But my hardest one was with my daughter. That was something challenging. And like, I had to really always check myself, like, where is my heart in this? Because that is a heart tug. Your heart yeah. from my heart to the heart. That's my daughter. And we have had those times when I'm like, listen, you grow, but you know who you think you're talking to because you've got too many things that's going on in there. It's the mother, it's the daughter thing, and and me being the, the woman of God. That was a challenge. And I that yeah. thing came up and rose up, and it was like, oh, God, so many nights. I was like, Lord, you, you know, I'm trying to walk this thing out, but you better to do something with this little girl because, um, yeah, you, you know, what I'm trying to tell. I'm just saying, <laughs> right, right, right. But, You know, but that one was really, really, very, very difficult for for me to take that stand and I know that the posture of of which God wanted me to, you know, stay on that road uh, and stand according to Him. But I'm yeah. looking in the face of my own child, too. My first boy, just as, as
1: active, yeah. oh. And um, yeah, a
4: so that was a very difficult thing. But, I, but it's, when it's when you have to stand, you have to stand. You know, yeah. and God sometimes will take those things that's closest to you. To let you see where you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
4: we take you in different places until something rises up to show you where you really are. That's one thing that's my first thing that that um connects to what your you were, your declaration was about this morning but i i i'm new fairly new to this call diane diane uh thank you for for introducing me to this call that's my friend diane um no but
8: i please to, god
4: i I wanted to just say this to uh miss dion i i i think I'm getting it right um you know I be on this call every morning and I hear people talking about um their growth and where they've come from and all those different things. And I hear that a lot, but I just wanted to say to you, ma'am, if you're on this line, God bless you for getting me into where you're supposed to be and understanding your assignment yeah. and sticking, because this is what, this is what we are to do. is to be able to be someplace where God wants us to be in spite of what we want. And then see, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the fruit. Of this call, and I'm just new on it, and I'm just listening to people how they talk about their growth and how they talk about all their different relationships and how they're able to manage them, thanks to this call, thanks to the support, and thanks to this. So keep being who you are, now. Um, I, I believe I had it right, Miss Dion and and Miss yes, Tanya. Thanks, mm-hmm. Tanya. Yeah. So just, just I just wanted to say that to you all this morning. Um, it's because it's a—it's truly a blessing to be someplace to hear uh, people take your flowers while you can smell them and and give them to you. So just so be strong and stay stay on the on assignment. Just stay on the assignment because you're really walking it out, and I appreciate that.
7: Praise God, praise God. Yes, yes, yes. Miss Dion and Miss Tanya. Praise God and welcome. So glad that you are here, and um, thank you for those beautiful, beautiful words. And we'll circle on the line. But Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else before we close out? It is seven. Let's okay. see. My glasses are. It's Seven something. Seven thirty-four. Oh. Angela, can Amen. I, um, yeah, yes. I think Elsie
3: was trying to say something, but right before she comes on, I just wanted to, um, um, just remind us that on Thursday nights, uh, Lisa Porter, awesome living water, um, does a call at six o'clock. Um, it's a walk it out. Um, we're studying a book, but we encourage all women to join in, just jump in and, You know, just bring, you know, whatever it is that you have, bring it um, amongst your sisters so we can sit and talk and pray um, and let the Holy Spirit lead. So it's every Thursday night at 6 p.m. and it's led by Lisa Porter um, and it's called Walk It Out. So just wanted to remind, I don't think the announcement was was made today, but just want to make sure that um, the women that um, would like to join um, would call in. It's the same number um, just at 6 o'clock tonight.
7: Praise God at yeah, 6 p.m. PST. Two nights. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Walk it out. Amen. yet. Yeah. Oh, Elsie. Elsie, are you still there?
3: She says she's going into work. Um. So. Oh.
7: Okay. Okay. Well, praise God. Okay. Well, Amen. God bless you all. Um. I um have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, yeah, let this word sit because it's sitting with me. Um, I thank God for it this you... morning. Yes.
1: I just wanted to get the scripture this morning. It was Ephesians. This is uh, persistent. What was the uh, scripture listened. again? I missed it. Hi.
7: Um, one of <laughs> them was Ephesians 1 and 11. I know I quoted that.
1: That's the one.
7: Yeah, yeah being predestined, the course being predestined and how he works all things at his counsel of his will.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you.
7: You're so very welcome. Amen, amen. Well, God bless you all. Um, Father, we just give you all the the praise on this morning. We thank you, Father, for your word on today. We thank you for every person represented on the line today, every household, every person. Father, we lift up Dion this morning. We lift up Tanya. We lift up everyone. We lift up those that... um um, do the calendar we we lift up the greeters, we lift up everyone that is in operation that has anything to do with the declare victory on this morning. Father, we send special blessings we send uh ans- we send answers to those unspoken prayers, those quiet internal requests that is uh before you God. Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives on today and bless us and keep us. Give us vision. Give us sight. Cause us to know, cause us to see, and cause us to do in your perfect peace. So, Father, we glorify your name on this morning. Bless us and keep us. In Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, family. We will see you tomorrow morning, same line, same time. We will declare victory and be about the Lord's business. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, family. Love you all. Love Have, you a Have a
1: wonderful day, day.
4: Everybody. You,
1: everybody. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Oh, you all. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. God bless. Thank you.
9: Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven been supporting one another, A living faith is what this life promotes. Faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching light, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees. For it's God. In the truth, praying for our you, heaven been supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one. Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's
11: God we aim to please.
10: We are declared.
9: supporting one another and living faith is what this life promotes committed to press on reaching life forgiving one another while staying on our knees for it's God we aim to please
10: we are declared
9: True, praying for our youth. Heaven bent, supporting one another. A living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another
11: while staying on.